Test, test. Test, 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 test. Ah, here we are, man. Right outside of Pompeii, the famous Roman city that got obliterated by Mount Vesuvius. Vesuvius. Yeah, the, um, the lava and all that, but it, it completely uh, preserved. They were, they were killed first by the sulfur. Yeah, all died. Everything came, and then they were, over, they were, they were covered over by the ashes. Then the lava came over, and that's what preserved their bodies in the position that they're in right now. So it's like the only like real Roman history, thing, like totally preserved. Right. And we just went through it for about three hours. Right. right. And rapid walk through. When I say like, to me, it blew my mind because I love Roman history. I mean, a lot of people just say well, it blows your mind. That I've never seen something like that before. It's kind of an eerie feeling when you walk through it. Like you can feel like, you know, like there's dead people there. Yeah. You know I mean, like a city that could have probably still been up and running, but was covered over. You know what I mean? Like, it, it got completely taken over by just like a, a volcano explosion. Bang, like that. And But, like, you think of, like, a Roman city, and that was massive. And that's not like Rome. It wasn't like, uh, I mean, it was an important city for them, but it was huge. Well, it probably didn't end up being as important as it could have been because of volcano. Yeah, I mean, it probably could have done a lot more things because I mean, look how big that was just from that little part, right? Think of how much more it could have expanded. It could have expanded more out to Napoli. You know, all these mountains around here—they always talk about like in, in Rome, it was built on top of a hill, right? Think about here. This is built on top of a hill. They would have kept expanding more and more without that volcano. It's an even bigger place. Yeah, I mean, it's freaking—it's fascinating. And it just—it makes you think about history and and how advanced the Romans were. I mean, my ancestors, Germany, Ireland, living in little. The huts and and you're living in monster cities you know all the we saw some of the villas i mean i was like damn i could live in this i mean it was nuts yeah it was, it was a crazy experience i would say that if, if you're in naples for sure venture out to come to pompeii it's, yeah. it's, but it's an all-day thing don't think you're just going to come here for a couple hours and, and just do that like you got to come here and just ex expect it to be your full day because we were at the mount we're on top of the mountain too we're on top of mount vesuvius that was nuts we, were, we saw the volcano um, saw the crater, you know, it's one of the most active volcanoes in the world right now, you know, so at any time that could go off. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty active, so it could go off. Yeah, but so we took the train down here, we're in Naples, and we're going to talk about kind of the travels, because we've been freaking everywhere, man. I mean, uh, Madrid, Budapest, Malta, Rome, Split, now Naples. We're gonna finish off with some, some Greek islands, but man, we've seen a we've seen a crap ton. Which one's your favorite? Weeks. I mean, the, it depends on like fun or, or history. This blew my mind. I mean, I I mean Rome. I thought that blew my mind, but this was insane. I mean, I couldn't. But I mean, the fun stuff. We were in Malta with the ATVs. Um, yeah. Drinking. I tell you, one of my favorite moments. I was drinking a, a bottle of wine from that Trevi uh, fountain in Rome at night. Oh yeah. You guys took it to the club. And I just kind of took it in. Like, damn. Look what we're doing, man. Not many people are fortunate enough to do this. Yeah, I mean, I'm tired of seeing people stuff on postcards, on Instagram, on Facebook. Now I'm the guy doing it. Yeah. You know I mean, that's all the pictures are coming from me. You know, all my friends and family are saying, hey, we're, we're living kind of through you. It's dope to hear, and it's, it's fun to see because, like, I'm, I'm in places that, you know, you always dreamed of being at. You know, like, things that you like, always see with everyone in movies and everything. Like, we're living and walking it every day. Yeah. And it's intense to see. Yeah, and you don't... You can watch the movies and do all that, but you don't realize until you're there. I mean, let's kind of go through it, man. Like, uh, Madrid. Let's start with there, our first stop. Madrid. Uh, plenty of sangria, so I stuck to my name. Yeah, sangria you did. Sangria poppy. Um, a lot of history there, too. Uh, Gay Pride Fest was going on. 
that was kind of cool to see um, in Europe. Uh, what other historical things the you see? The palace. There? The palace was dope. Night scene, I guess we were there during the week, so it wasn't like as popping as I thought it would be for a Spanish town. Yeah. Um, so that, was, that club we went to at night was pretty cool. I mean, we just chilled. Yeah, yeah. I would say if you're going to go to Madrid, um, take a little bit more days than what we took to go there. Um, go towards like the weekend of time. Um, enjoy the food. We had a great time and dinner. Uh, we got a Michelin star chef. Oh, yeah. You know, so that was, that was really good. And speaking of that, man, I mean, I'm telling you, when you're back in the States, like, at least me, I just eat, you know, Chipotle and, and some steaks and all that. And I never really got in the food scene. Ever since I've been in Europe, they like unlock taste buds you never knew existed. And they know how to formulate. We were eating like broccoli and tomatoes that tasted like a dessert. It's because they're making good stuff, real stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's stuff that they've just got from the market that day and they're making it fresh. It's not something that they had imported in that's been frozen for a little bit. Now they're putting it on. Like, it, none of the stuff tastes frozen. No. And that's, that's what I love about Europe so much. Not processed, you know, all that crap no. we eat. But I'll tell you, what, my favorite part about Madrid was the El Retro, Retro Park on oh, the boat. El Retro Park. That uh, was gorgeous. The middle of the little ocean, or the little um, lake thing, fine. Yeah, we had a little boat out there, and yeah. we recorded it, and that was beautiful. I yeah. mean, that's that was crazy. Um, but Drew was fun. It was fun. It was cool. A little hot, a little hot, and it's in the middle of Spain. Yeah. It's not by the ocean. Then Budapest. Yeah, Budapest. Budapest is my scene. That's that's, that's my place. Scene? That's like that's my spot. You know, all my all my friends there, promoters and everything. Shout out to Tundi. Shout out to Kevin. Yeah, um, this up. All the boy, all my boys, Richard soccer players out there models you know so we were, i was in the scene all the time so yeah. it, was, it was a lot of fun for me and I, I, that's my fourth time there yeah and that that city's beautiful the river the dandu separates a pest and buddha and there's the castles and the, the cathedrals that one thing on top of the hill the monument oh uh, the um, it was like olympic stadium it was, it was like an olympic, olympic it was like an olympic thing okay olympic, yeah. yeah monster thing yeah. monster thing and it was cheap super super cheap city Budapest highly recommended because Eastern Europe, Eastern Europe is always going to be cheaper than the rest of Europe because they're not on euros, they're on their own, they're on the Hungarian foreign. Yeah. So it's always going to be a little bit less. What was it? A hundred bucks, twenty-eight thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was out there balling with the hundred. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. And then next from there we went to. But shout out, shout out, Kevin. That was an awesome interview, man. Meeting yeah. that dude, a young dude, and he said Tundi, and they hooked us up, and it was. It, you said it was a scene. It yeah. was. It was a scene. After that, we went to Malta. Malta had a dope Airbnb. The, the view oh, of the sea. Oh yeah, everything. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was that. That when you when you, I think kind of people when I know a lot of people love doing hostels and all that type of stuff. But when you do Airbnbs and you get like the right one and you get one that's really fly, it can make your whole trip. Totally. Because you know you have a place to go back to and just chill and like maybe you do want to throw a pregame or something like that. You know you can bring people over and it's gonna be nice. Yeah. You know what I mean, because we had a, a view of the city. We had almost like a, a big balcony that went almost around all the way around the apartment. We had our own washer so we could do laundry finally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that we came from Madrid, Budapest, not being able to do laundry. Because all we have is a suitcase. Yeah. And then now we go to there. You know, so everything was kinda set up nicely for us in Malta. No, oh, yeah, that island was amazing, man. It was uh it's an island in the middle of Mediterranean. Lots of cliffs. We did a lot of jumping, exploring. Um there's this awesome little coffee shop. Remind me like I was in like a, I don't know, some Miami something where you just go outside you're next to the ocean and there's like a little coffee shop you get your coffee and, and it was just beautiful it, it was beautiful it was, it was this trip that I stayed sober with and uh, I had a, an amazing time you know what I mean and we had to get some adventurous stuff they yeah. said let's go get them ATVs yeah yeah the ATVs were a lot of fun I think it was fun because the island isn't like so big like to get from one side to the other it literally took, takes like 45 minutes to get one from one side of the island to the other 
So it was nice to see, like, to be riding around in ATVs. Like, you feel like a, like you're the man there, but obviously they have the, the rent me signs on them, so it's it's nothing crazy. Yeah. But I mean, it was surrounded by ocean, and what can you ask for more if you're by the ocean? Yeah, I loved uh, when we went to that Fort St. Angelo. We jumped off that, and just uh, those yachts that were there, that, oh, yeah, that blew yeah. my mind. So those yeah. things were freaking nuts. And um, we went to that one really high, the castle jumping. Oh, yeah. We jumped off a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Jumped off a lot of stuff. Um, the Blue Lagoon. Blue Lagoon. The water is so pretty. My boy Vic out there balling out. You know, oh, did your interview? Moved, moved there from Macedonia. Doing a lot of good things for himself right now. I speak to him every day since. Um, he's just, you know, been plugging along, man. I'm excited for him. Yeah, he's working he's, hard. Yeah, working really hard. I, I loved uh, Malta. It, it was really neat. Was so from Malta, we went to Rome. Rome was a city that you were really excited about because all the history and stuff. Stayed near the Vatican City, another great Airbnb. All these Airbnbs that we've stayed at, I would highly recommend for a lot of people. You know, because the majority of places we stayed in have had AC. Besides the one in Budapest, I was the only one that didn't have AC. Now we got hot. But all the other, everywhere we've stayed so far has had AC, and it's been amazing. Like, because we come from Denmark where there is no AC, right? And now we come to AC where it's hot places, and it's nice because you get to go home and actually enjoy some like cool weather and sleep in the cool. Well, it's really nice too when you're paying for four nights and like a hundred bucks, you know, because we split it and stuff like that. And and they're nice places. Yeah. Like it's not, it's like a hotel type deal. And the Airbnb people hook us up. They got the towels, all that. Um, but where were you? Yeah, Rome, man. I had you take or yeah, you guys take like a hundred photos of me. You know, everywhere we went to the forum, we saw the Colosseum, we skipped the line. That was sweet. I mean, just. Trevi found there's so much crap in Rome. There is. You you walk around the corner, you just pop up on a monument. You know what I mean, you never know like what's gonna be around your next corner. I think that's what was, was fun to me about Rome because like, yeah, you can look on the map and like look at all. Oh, there's this point. There's this point. There's this point. But some things aren't even on the map as points to see. And you just walk around and you you be like, oh man, like this is here, this is here. And there's thing about like how it was built back then, you know, and it's just still still around. Like obviously, some things have to be redone to like keep the structure and everything, but the majority of it's still the same. Well, it's levels too. Remember, we were in the forum and you could actually see the levels it's built on. Like, oh yeah, that's two thousand years old, and above it's a thousand, and then above that's five hundred. Because you know the city was founded in what six hundred, you know, before Christ, whatever that they, they kept different time. Yeah. And it's two thousand nineteen, and so everywhere you look is could be thousands of years apart. Right. You know the different stuff and that aqueduct. You know where they get water in. There's still one that works that brings majority of the water there. Right, and then that one, that one emperor that kicked everybody out at the top of the hill. Oh, that was nuts. Yeah. So Pal Palatine Hills, where the Romans started. You know, they, there's a story with the the wolf and then the two uh, babies. Romulus and Remus. Yeah, and they yeah. that killed each other. Ramus killed the. I don't know which one And they and they built. So they started building up there, and then uh, yeah, that uh, what's his face. I think the third or fourth emperor kicked everyone up off. All the, he kicked all the senate out. Yeah, all the senate and the, the emperor stayed close, right? So they were supposed to be on top of the hill so they could, because that's where all the powerful people stayed. He said, "Nah, I'm kicking everybody out." And he built his own little uh, coliseum there. Yeah, the coliseum was right next door to where he was already at. Held his own things there, but then also invited the senate to come. Yeah, you know, which is wild. And he hosted a lot of parties up there. A lot. I'm talking about like naked parties, crazy parties, yeah. like just. Debauchery, um, but it was massive, and they said like, yeah, it was probably about 30 more meters high, circled all around this hill, like, and like you could see that uh, the mini coliseum thing. It was huge. Yeah. And this, this is a palace. Yeah. It, it, it was crazy. And then he, they talked about like in the palace, like I think it was like 
20 to 30,000 slaves were there that were just working that never ran into the emperor. Like, yeah, ever once. Too. Like, were working underground, like, keeping it, how they had the, the ducts in there to keep everything cool. They had a heating system. Yeah. They had to heat up the whole palace, like, but they, like, cooked all the food and everything. But, like, how do you never once run into, like, for that many people, you never run into the emperor? Bro, what? And then uh, to see, you know, because you get to see the old buildings with all the paint off. And then they showed like what the paint would look like, all red and this this, this blue, the Egyptian royal red. Yeah, there was that, still that one piece of marble that was there. Two pieces that were there, that were the only ones that were still left in the palace. And there was some that the rest of them were put in the Vatican, um, yeah. in the church over there. So yeah. But just to think, that's two thousand years ago, and you know how the rest of the world was living, how advanced the Roman civilization was. I think there's a lot to say about Europe for how much they preserved their, their history. Yeah, Italy's the number one heritage site in the world. And they're like, we're sick of heritage. They want to actually build stuff because everywhere they, they turn up, there's more history. Yeah. And they, they, they're, they want to build, you know, a functioning economy and stuff. So they're trying to say no more heritage stuff. Right. But more people want more heritage stuff. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's tough to say where they, but it's, I think it's nice. Like I say, for Europe, they preserve a lot of their history. You know, yeah. if, you, if you look at America, if you look like at some of our oldest cities, like St. Augustine, like, I mean, we still have the fort, but there's so much else like that's going built up around it that it looks so brand new that you wouldn't know like how old these places were. Yeah. And I think that's what's so nice about being in Europe. Like you actually get to see the history of the stuff. Like you get to see like culture. Yeah. And that's a lot of things, you know, Europeans bash Americans for. So you got no culture and then we're, we're really young. You know, you got the buildings, you walk down the street and there's buildings that are three, four times old as our country. Right. And so it's, it's neat, you know, seeing that. But yeah, Rome, it's something else, man. You got to see it. You just yeah. have to. Oh yeah, for sure. I would, another thing I would put on the list, obviously all the places that I have on the list are, there's a reason for it, but Split, Split came next. I'll tell you what though, the one thing that we got recommended by, uh, was it your friend that uh, overlooked the city of Rome? That oh, was amazing. Oh yeah, the Airbnb lady told us uh, the one, if you look for, during the sunset, if you look, out onto the city, it's like the sun is like setting on the city, um, so it's like a really nice glow and like scenery of the whole whole place. It's gorgeous. Yeah, went up to Split, the tourist tourist town of Europe now. It's, it's well because when we got to Split, it was just got done with um, Ultra Europe, right? So it's a huge music fest. So obviously a whole bunch of people are still in town for that. Um, so plenty of tourists were there. Um, I think it's just because of the area that we were in. You know, we were at the front side of Split. Yeah. Um, the time that we me seeing Kaiser left that front side of the split and like went up to the top and saw the flag and everything. No tourists were up there, man. It like we went into the back end of the split and it's it's one of a kind. I mean it's like we said when we talked to Barbara, so you can tell that there's been corruption. Oh yeah. Hundred you know? percent. Yeah, we uh what we do the islands, the blue lagoon and stuff. Yeah, their blue lagoon Alright, I'm sorry split, but your blue lagoon is nothing like Malta's blue lagoon. But the scenery behind it with all the mountains and stuff, the hills was pretty cool. Yeah, that was cool, but it, your Blue Lagoon sucks. The water, yeah, yeah, the water I'm was... I'm sorry. Like, but what I found out is when somebody made a joke to me when I was there about watch out for sea urchins and split, it's true. Because the water there where the Blue Lagoon is so clean that sea urchins live there. Speaking of that, I got bit by a jellyfish in Malta. I forgot about that. I was in a cave doing, doing some dumb stuff. And I got bit by a jellyfish. But sea urchins? I didn't see those there. Yeah, okay. They were they were out there because I was I was out there. I was walking out into the water. And some guy goes, "Hey, watch out for sea urchins." I was like, "Ha, yeah, good joke, bro." Like I'm not gonna step on anything like sea urchins. Like you hear that in like the, the islands. But then I forget we're far out into an island. The water's super clean. So yes, there were sea urchins out there. Yeah. Um. 
What else we do? We did that club uh, 68 or roof 68 was kind of uh, cool. Roof, roof 69. 69. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little, a little different. Yeah, you know, roof 69, fun. a little fetish place or whatever. <laughs> had good food. Yeah. I can't complain about the food. It was really good. Um, met a lot of uh, met Barbara, Arkansas grad. Great interview with her. She's big time there. Professional volleyball player. Um, currently trying to decide where she's going to next. Has played in Italy and in uh, Belgium. You know, so she's been balling out. She's been doing a lot of good things for herself, kind of putting on for the country. There's been a lot of people come out of Croatia. Actually, Croatia is a big sports country. Yeah. A lot of people don't know about it, but it is very big on basketball, volleyball, has a few track athletes, tennis. Um, there's a lot of good things coming out of there. They just don't have football yet. No, it was a great time, man. It's a good uh, destination for um, um, vacation, you know, having yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, I thought I, I was heading to the airport on Thursday because me and Des had a different flight like six hours beforehand. I'm halfway there in the Airbnb, and I look at my things and see like it's like a terminal, and it says uh, Friday. And I, it was Thursday that day. I'm like, oh crap! So I had to turn around, but I ended up hanging out with a, a local that night, and I kind of got kind of the gist of how the towns exploded the last five years with tourism and and how the the tourists kind of treat the country. And a lot of locals, I mean, money talks, right? Yeah. They're making money, and you know, it's a lot more than they normally make. And but there also comes some some negatives with that. You know yeah. what I mean? And they're kind of trashing the, the environment and not really, uh, you know, they're going there to party. They don't, they well, not care about the culture. You, you, you go, into a, go into a city and you can trash it and know that you can leave because it's not where you live at. Yeah. So a lot of people go in with that mindset and they don't care. Like, yeah. Like, what do, why, should I, why should I care for what's going on around here? It's not where I live at. Yeah. You know, but if everybody really does treat it everywhere like you live, like if you treat it everywhere like your home, you know, it'd be a, it'd be a nice, nice place. Yeah. So what I got from that was, you know, Really, when you go to places, be respectful. You know, have your fun, but also this is people's, you know, they've been living there for, you know, thousands of years, you know, the, the same kind of people, and and um, they don't want it all corrupted, you know what I mean, and, and taken advantage of and mess. but also that's them for, you know, bringing up all these hotels and all this stuff and promoting it, so they got to make money from it. Right. So it's a double-edged sword. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, I'd, I'd recommend Split. I liked it a lot. Oh, yeah, Beach totally. Town. We didn't go skydiving, which is annoying, but... Yeah. And then now Naples. Naples. Been here for, I mean, I was here a day early, so I got got a chance to meet a, a pizza pizza shop owner. Been around for a hundred years. Um, cool guy, hooked me up with some pizzas, um, some pasta. Uh, second day, I kind of went around, did some things, uh, seen the city of Naples. Now we're in Pompeii. Next, who knows? Yeah, Na uh, Naples is unreal. So when I got in there, I walked around trying to find. Uh, I went to the same pizza spot. Tony Soprano looking guy. Um, but I, like I was walking around, and all of a sudden, I could see the view of uh, the ocean or the bay, and it just it was wow. Yeah. It it like a movie. It, it's it looked looks like a movie. Honestly, I I say everywhere we've been to, is like some stuff you literally pull up off movies and postcards or like stuff you Google, and like you see, you actually see it, and you're, it's just like mind blowing, man. I just I, I love it. Yeah. No, it's it, it's it's an experience. Yeah. It, it really is. But yeah, and then we uh, decided to go down here and. The mountain, it's amazing, and then Pompeii, like I said, Pompeii, I mean, that's just, it's just, it's crazy. You know, we're right next to it right now, and, and that's something that I think everyone's got to see, because it's, it's so preserved, and, and thousands of years of history, and it's just, it makes you think. It really does. Yeah, I mean, to think that they still have it around, good for them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's tough to hold, hold on to stuff like this, and to see dead bodies in there, yeah, that was, that was intense. That was crazy. Yeah. Frozen in time. So, I mean, stay tuned for the rest of our travels. Yeah, we'll keep pumping up interviews. Um, 
We got those photo albums on the Facebook, and we got some Insta highlights. You guys gotta see it because this Pompeii one, you're gonna be like, whoa. Yeah. Because like we were talking, we never thought it was this big at all. We kind of walked in there like, oh, you know, this is it. And uh, this is it. But uh, all of a sudden, it's and it was miles. It was huge. You couldn't. We got sick of walking. Couldn't yeah. even see it all. Yeah. There's there's a lot of stuff to see in there. So, like I said, take a full day to see it. Tomorrow we're gonna go to Capri or Ishika, another one of the islands around here. See the Amalfi Coast too. Um, and then from there we go to Santorini. From Santorini, bounce up to Mykonos, then to Athens and fly home. The trip is coming to an end. We've got one week left. Um, so we're gonna enjoy the last little bit of it before we get back to work. If you really consider playing football work, then I don't know what you. It's been a blast, man. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's been a full month of traveling. Um, one more week to go. Let's get it.